Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello, America. It is Eric Erickson here across the Fruited Plain. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Turns out I got a lot of listeners in Michigan. Uh, A whole lot of listeners. I've got uh, about a probably two dozen emails from people in Michigan. To my knowledge, I'm not on the radio in Michigan. That's that explains. I guess the live stream number is real. I've got this massive number of people, according to my live stream metrics, that listen live in Michigan, and uh, apparently so because I got all these emails. Hamtramck, Hamtramck, Michigan. That's the way you pronounce the name. <laughs> They're all like, one of them. Like, I live there. I'm listening to you from there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. See, I have the wisest wisest listeners on planet earth. Now we must move on. I will take your phone calls. I promise I will take your phone calls, but first I want to talk to you about flaming hot Cheetos. I don't eat them. I don't like them. But there's a movie coming out. The White House is showing the movie. Ava Longoria is showing the movie. Now, there's there's a problem here. I heard this story, and it was an awesome story. Uh, Richard uh, Montañez told this story. Richard Montañez was a janitor. He was working at a Frito-Lay facility. He was mopping floors and whatnot. And the CEO of the company said essentially all hands on deck. Uh, We're getting our our lunch eaten by our competitors. We need to innovate. We need a new snack. And he, naive janitor that he was, got the memo like all employees of Frito-Lay did and was inspired. And he called the CEO and was just lowly janitor. And he and his friends had been mixing up spices on, um, on Cheetos. It was a Mexican spice blend, and they refined it, and he called the CEO's office, and they were incredulous. Why would this janitor be calling the CEO of the company? And he said, well, we every employee got the memo. It's all hands on deck. We need to innovate, and, and I've got this idea. And he was essentially asked to give a presentation, and he gives a presentation, all these incredulous white people sitting around the table, and and. Uh, Mr. Montañez gives them what became flaming Hot Cheetos. They loved it, and it was a massive, massive product for the company. I read that story. I forget which publication first covered it, but it was a, just an incredible story. And people tried to stop him. They thought he was out of line. They thought he was too big for his britches. And he rose through the ranks from lowly janitor to an executive 
at uh, Frito-Lay. It started with his janitorial job in Rancho Cucamonga and his call to the CEO, and it has now become a movie, and the movie is premiering soon of Mr. Montañez's life and the how uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos were invented. And it, it is, it's an incredible story. It is a very cool story that a guy who is a janitor at Frito-Lay and Rancho Cucamonga who just really believed sincerely and naively the CEO's email to all hands on deck, we got to do something, and he did and became an executive, rags to riches, America's awesome story, and it is not true. I've heard the story for a number of years now, and it is not true. As Ava Longoria and others seized on this story that he tells, he's now a motivational speaker around the country, and he tells the story, people began investigating. Uh, It is directed, this movie by Ava Longoria, produced by uh, Devon Franklin, a a Christian producer of movies. It's going to be put out by Searchlight Pictures. It is being premiered at the White House. It's not true. None of our records show that Richard was involved in any capacity in flaming Hot Test Market, Frito-Lay wrote in a statement to the Los Angeles Times in response to questions about an internal investigation whose existence has not been previously disclosed. We have interviewed multiple personnel who were involved in the test market, and all of them indicate that Richard was not involved in any capacity in the test market. This does not mean we don't celebrate Richard, but the facts do not support the urban legend. In fact, it turns out Flaming Hot Cheetos, despite what his story is, was created by a team of snack food professionals in the corporate offices in Plano, Texas. Not only that, it turns out it was a woman. He is taking advantage. Junior employee with a freshly minted MBA named Lynn Greenfield got the assignment to develop the brand. She came up with the flaming Hot name and shepherded the line into existence. Greenfield contacted Frito-Lay in 2018 after first seeing the Montañas was taking credit for Flamin' Hot Cheetos, triggering a company investigation. The process unearthed evidence calling his account into question and led the company to the conclusion it shared with the Times. We value Richard's many contributions to our company, but we do not credit him with the creation of Flamin' Hot Cheetos or any Flamin' Hot products. The core of his story rested on the pitch meeting he says changed his life. He sold the idea of Flamin' Hot Cheetos directly to the Frito-Lay elite. In his memoir, he lays out the dramatic scene with more than 100 people, many of them leading executives, assembled alongside the CEO in a conference room at the Rancho Cucamonga Complex to witness his presentation. The Los Angeles Times spoke with 20 people who worked at the Frito-Lay divisions responsible for new product development 32 years ago when Flaming Hot Cheetos were first extruded into existence. None recalls anything like this episode. Six of the former employees remember inspiration coming from the corner stores of Chicago and Detroit. One of the earliest newspaper articles about the product corroborated the detail. A Frito-Lay spokesperson told the Dallas Morning News in March of 1992, our sales group in the northern United States asked for them. 
Fred Lindsay, a retired Frito-Lay salesman on the south side of Chicago, feels he could be more specific. I'm the one that was responsible for getting us into Flamin' Hot products. He said Frito-Lay was owned by Pepsi, Coke, and, and Anheuser-Busch were eating their lunch. And Lindsay worked with the sales beat in Chicago in the Great Lakes region, and he witnessed spicy products were just blowing up and getting off the shelf, and he was fighting mad to try to get spicy stuff onto the shelves. He got promoted to corporate in Plano, Texas. And he pushed the idea, and the idea landed with Lynn Greenfield. Now, I say all of this not to give you an entire, like, 20-minute dissertation on flame and Hot product. The problem here is that how many people on the left lecture us about truth? How many members of the media tell us about misinformation and disinformation and how these records have to be corrected? How often does Joe Biden lecture all of us about telling the truth and how Republicans are a bunch of liars? And here he is debuting a film at the White House with the actress Ava Longoria that blatantly misrepresents the history of an American product with a man who's been telling the fable for quite some time, who undoubtedly believes at this point it's true because he's told it so many times and it's not true. When I was a child, my grandfather... Eric Otto Erickson told me that our family were reindeer herders in northern Sweden near the Arctic Circle. That is what my family did in Sweden. They were all reindeer herders, and they had a big farm. When I was 20 years old, 21 years old, I went to see my reindeer herding family in northern Sweden. To get there, I had to fly from Atlanta, Georgia, using my father's frequent flyer miles. My dad had millions of frequent flyer miles. When you flew back and forth to Dubai every month for work, you got a lot of them. I flew from Atlanta, Georgia to London, London, from London, I flew to Stockholm. And from Stockholm, I flew to Umia in northern Sweden, which turns out to be south of the Arctic Circle. From Umia, we drove and drove to a small town called Nordmaling where my family is from. Actually, it wasn't Normaling. It was Hummelholm. Normaling was the other city we went to. Hummelholm, there on the banks of the river, where my grandfather used to talk about ice skating down the river as a child. We went to Hummelholm, and there was not a single reindeer anywhere to be seen. And I wanted to know from my cousin Gunner. Where are the reindeer? I was told there would be reindeer. My grandfather, your great uncle, said there would be reindeer. Where are the reindeer? There were no reindeer. Turns out he had been lying the whole time. 
The whole time I was a kid, I thought they like were kin to Santa Claus. They raised the reindeer for Santa Claus. He told me they were reindeer herders. They were not. They were carpenters and other things. There were no. There were moose. There were no reindeer in humble home. I was shocked. My grandfather had lied to me. If I put out a movie, the story of my family's life, and it began in Hummelholm, Sweden, with my grandfather putting the pixie dust on the reindeer so they could fly for Santa Claus, everyone would laugh and say, that's not true. But apparently, if my grandfather's last name were Gutierrez and he took the invention of a snack that took off like a Taco Bell burrito, and people would say, who cares about the truth? It's a happy story of ethnic integration into America. No, it's a lie. And all you people lecturing us about lies and misinformation and disinformation in America, you would be lecturing me on my grandfather. But in this case, it's Ava Longoria, the White House will welcome her there. They will tell the tale that is not true and have a whole bunch of people believe in something that isn't true, like the Russians stole an election to give it to Donald Trump. But who cares about truth when it serves your narrative? Vision Computer has over 3,000 five-star Google reviews and an average phone answer time of just 15 seconds. When you call, you won't be stuck navigating endless automated menus. A live person's going to answer the phone and help you solve your problems. You know, I run a business and it's one reason I love the idea that vision computer exists because as a business owner, you know, you've got to be efficient. You got to have tech support issues resolved quickly and you got to have your computers work. Don't let your employees suffer in silence either. They may be embarrassed or hesitant to ask for help, but with vision support, they can get assistance they need to work more efficiently. Reach out to them. Call 404-COMPUTE or go to visioncomputers.com. In fact, if you call them at 404-COMPUTE, ask for the Eric Erickson special when you call. They're not going to have it on their website. It's just for you guys listening. Call 404-COMPUTE today. Ask for the Eric Erickson special. Be amazed at Vision Computer. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson. There is breaking news happening right now. Daniel Ellsberg has died. He was battling pancreatic cancer. Uh, He died 92 years old. And many of you are thinking, who? Daniel Ellsberg was the leaker who leaked the Pentagon Papers. So, Here's just the great irony of this is that we're about to be inundated with a national press corps that celebrates someone leaking classified documents at a time they want Donald Trump to be buried under the jail for keeping classified documents. Daniel Ellsberg leaked classified documents and the media lionized him. Prayers for him and his family, but it, it is just watch watch what's going to happen. They will sell. This was a big deal. The Pentagon Papers uh, was a huge, huge deal. It There have been movies made about Daniel Ellsberg. Uh, there was even that one Tom Hanks movie um, about the, the Washington Post, and it infuriated the people of the New York Times because really the New York Times were the ones who um, who pushed it. But um, and yet it was it was um, what the post 
to Steven Spielberg's movie. And uh, it had Tom Hanks as Ben Bradley, Meryl Streep as Catherine Graham, big award-winning movie. The, the New York Times people were upset about it because it really the leak had first come to the New York Times. And the lawsuit and the case were really about the New York Times that went to the Supreme Court. And it was a big deal, and they lionized Ellsberg for exposing Vietnam. It was a leak of classified documents. And in the same breath, they're going to be excoriating Donald Trump. That's just, to me, actually a, a kind of— uh, ironic bit here, but yeah, this is the breaking news. Daniel Ellsberg uh, has passed away uh, battling pancreatic cancer. The man who leaked the Pentagon Papers and changed the course of history and undermined the efforts uh, to stay within the Vietnam War, exposing that uh, much of what we were learning at the time simply about it was not true. It's an open line Friday. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. I, with this news, I don't have a lot of time, but if you'll be patient with me, I can take phone calls on the other side of this break because uh, I've only got about a minute here. And in this minute, I need to tell you that Chick-fil-A is introducing robots. That's right. Uh, they're going to deliver Food. It happened at uh, Avalon in Alpharetta, Georgia. They unveiled it, and they're going to use robots to deliver Chick-fil-A. According to Chick-fil-A, the robots in its Austin, Texas location have reached up to 15 miles per hour. They're insulated. They keep food at ideal temperatures, and they cart food around. Now, what will the cows do to the robots? Or will the cows actually champion the robots so long as the robots are delivering chicken and not cows? does make you wonder. But, hey, you know what? You want to unionize and drive up costs and raise the minimum wage so that they can't afford the cost of staff? Well, guess what you get instead? Robots and no jobs for people. It's a logical consequence of what the labor movement has done, priced people out of the market in favor of robots. Now, you need to get the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. If you've got stinky air in your house, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm can take care of you. You can get three of them, one for upstairs, one for downstairs, one for your basement or your RV or, like me, your travel bag. All you do is go to EdenPureDeals.com. And you put in the discount code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, at EdenPureDeals.com. You get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200. You're saving $200. You're getting free shipping. And they eliminate odors. They also trap dust and pollen and the like in the air, but they eliminate odors, wipe out the odors. They can get rid of pet odors, litter box odors, smoky odors, stinky odors, musty odors, kitchen odors, fishy odors when you fried fish or shrimp in the kitchen. It wipes them all out. We don't have an exhaust vent in our kitchen anymore, and I use the Eden Pure to eliminate the odors when I fry shrimp and my wife is out of town, so she doesn't know I did it, and it works. We were in a hotel recently. They had a fireplace. They were running the Eden Pure Thunderstorm to eliminate the smoky odors from the fireplace. You can get three of them for less than $200 at EdenPureDeals.com. You put in the discount code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, on the front page of the website, EdenPureDeals.com. You get three of them for less than $200, saving $200, and you get free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, the discount code, Eric. Welcome, Eric Erickson here across the nation. Glad to have you with me. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Peter, let's go to you next. Welcome. Hey, bud. 
uh, first let me start off by saying on this Father's Day weekend, uh, you know, the void left by the godfather of talk radio, Rush Limbaugh, um, is vast. And, uh, but you've done a darn good job filling much of that void for me. Oh, gosh. I well, I appreciate it. it. Thank you. Um, so I called in a couple ago. We discussed how we're never going to outgrow our need for oil and fossil fuels because of all the products that are created from it, but never got to this question. Um, you know, the big issue is global warming and climate change, and that's not why we're not harvesting, or at least the administration's explanation, um, why we're not harvesting our oil reserves and our fossil fuels. So... My question is this, how does buying carbon credits combat global warming? Where does that money go? What is the product of all that money that people are buying into? It just seems so asinine to me. Peter, Peter, there there are in the world today, I cannot believe you you don't understand this. I, I, I can't believe it. I have to explain this to you. There are progressives in this world who do not wish to give up their yachts and airplanes, and they pay indulgences to the Church of Greta Thunberg so that they can sleep well at exactly. night knowing that their pollution is offset by someone trading a unicorn fart for a pine tree in Africa. I mean, come on now. You've got to have some sympathy. I myself want a private jet one day. I'm not going to waste my money on the indulgences to the Church of Greta Thunberg, but, I mean, I get it. I Once, you, once you've flown private, you don't want to go back to the poor people in Delta's back of the plane. I, I get it. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's such a scam. It, it is It is such a scam. I mean, this is – at least if you're going to put up the scam, it, you would – put out a report or something that would somehow show that you're doing something. I mean, it's no different from any of these other, you know, BLM and anything else. And I don't want to get too lost in the weeds, but I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, this none of the money that's been spent has, has, help anybody it, it is and it doesn't do anything it, it is essentially uh old religion creeping back in under a different name it is that you pay money and you get the indulgence and you sleep well at night uh in your religion you you don't want to comply with the tenets of the religion so you just buy off the high priests of the religion and they give you a pass that that is exactly what is going on there are some companies that claim they will reforest the amazon they take your money and they plant trees somewhere well you know what uh nowadays some some of these environmentalists are like you know planting trees is actually bad because when those trees fall over dead they release all the carbon later we got to do something i mean they, they've they've twisted it over time it's a no win scenario they just want to be unhappy people and make the rest of us unhappy listen peter i appreciate the the phone call very much thank you but it is an indulgence in what the 1500s the the catholic church was building uh saint peter's basilica revitalizing the vatican and they sold indulgences they had priests who would essentially allow you to pay money and that money you would get a, get a pass through purgatory go straight to heaven Buy the indulgence, pass purgatory, go to heaven, and build St. Peter's. Nowadays, it is you keep flying your private jet, pay money to, to Greta Thunberg's operation, and sleep well at night knowing that you've actually done nothing but feel like you've done something. That's what's going on here.
Now, I'm going to dramatically pivot based on something several people have said. And I'm going to do so in a way that alienates me from some of you. In fact, I will have you know a a radio station thought about putting me on and said, well, he talks about God, not sure it's a good fit for us. I do on occasion because sometimes it's deeply relevant. This, I'm going to start with a very famous story, but it has something to do with God. And you need to know, we're not getting theological here, but I am going to read you a Bible story to make the larger point, because there actually is a larger point. From Genesis, the very beginning, the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the planet or earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God, and Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence, and God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Gopher, make room in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. For behold, I will bring a flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh in which the breath of life under heaven, everything that is on the earth shall die. But I will establish my covenant with you and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife and your sons' wives with you and every living thing of all flesh you shall bring two of each sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female. Noah did this. He did all that God commanded. Now, this is a very famous story, whether you believe in the ark or not. This is a very famous story. Most people know it. Although, did you see on Jeopardy the other day? They, they, they On Jeopardy, they asked a question. I was actually really stunned by the people on Jeopardy. They didn't answer the or they didn't have a question for the answer. Literally, tonight's Jeopardy, or the the other night's Jeopardy, our Father who art in heaven, blank be thy name. None of them got what is hallowed. Hallowed be thy name. None of them got it. Most people, however, know the story of Noah. I, I call your attention to one thing. Noah's wife and sons and sons' wives were all allowed on the ark. None of them found favor in God's eyes. Only Noah did. Noah walked with God. Noah did. And so his whole family was saved. The moral of the story, among others is fathers matter. 
Sean McDowell at Biola University has done a lot of research into pornography. Um, you, do you know that the average boy in fourth grade now encounters pornography? And that a lot of boys, by the time they are in ninth grade, have an ongoing regular engagement with pornography? The only group of boys on planet Earth who don't, and it doesn't matter their race, it doesn't matter their ethnicity, it doesn't matter where they live, it doesn't matter their income, it doesn't matter anything except they have a dad who told them it was wrong. They have a father who explained to them it is bad for you to consume this product. Those are the boys who don't regularly engage with pornography. Dads matter. There are more and more points about this. But you know there's also a phenomenon. I I saw a a video the other day. It made me fall out laughing uh, because this happens every year when I talk about Father's Day on this program. And it um, it was a group of superheroes walking in. And the caption was, all the single moms getting ready to act like Father's Day is their holiday too. I'm sorry, ladies. This one's not yours. This one's mine. And all the dudes out there who are dads, it's our holiday. And I'm sorry that there are women who have to be single moms because the fathers abandoned them. To the fathers out there, you, not the mothers, you have screwed up the kids. Fathers really matter. We live in a society and in a day and age that tries to tell men that they do not matter. Going back to the beginning of time, to Noah and the ark, dads matter. Girls have daddy issues. Girls don't really have mom issues. Girls have dad issues. Boys have dad issues. Boys very often don't have mom issues. It's dad issues. Did dad spend time with you? Did dad raise you? Did, did dad make you feel loved? Did, did dad participate? Did dad do these things for you? Girls and boys have daddy issues. They don't all have a lot of mommy issues. Some boys have mommy issues, but it's mostly it's daddy issues we talk about in society because fathers matter and dads have a unique capacity to screw up their child and also to save their child. We not, we're not writing moms out of, out of the picture there. Moms matter too, but this is about Father's Day. I have a friend, a, a dear friend who is a uh, pastor at a very prominent church who said uh, he could skip a sermon on Easter, and he's always found it notable. He could skip a sermon on Easter, and no one would think twice about it. But if he skipped a sermon on Mother's Day, he'd be run out of his church. But with Father's Day, doesn't matter. Our society, for a variety of reasons, including the the, uh, belief about, uh, well, we're just a patriarchy and stuff, we've devalued dads, dads are the butt of jokes, dads are who they make fun of in the commercials, dads have become an expendable population in society, and all of our social ills come from the degradation of fathers in the community. Now, some people, unfortunately, have horrible fathers. I know someone who was abused significantly by their father and to this day struggles with mental health issues because of that abuse. Some fathers are horrible fathers. But they struggle with the abuse of what their father did because their father mattered. And their father disappointed and betrayed the trust that a father is supposed to have. If you are a father... 
or you're about to be one, you have a unique power. And that power is to steer future generations towards good or ill through how you yourself behave. Some of you have to grow up. You're about to be a father. You're not ready to be a father, and you got to grow up to be a dad because you can screw up a kid. Noah walked with God, and God allowed him to put his children and his children's wives on the ark. They didn't do anything. They had no relationship with God. They did not walk with God, but they were saved because their father's character. They were saved because their father walked with God. Take the story as allegory, as fiction, as mythology, as true. It doesn't matter. The point is dads matter. And so as we head to Father's Day, I hope you have a good relationship with your father. I hope your father was a good dad. And I'm sorry if he wasn't or wasn't present. But you, those who don't have a dad or had a terrible dad, probably know more than those who had a great dad how much dads can matter. So to the dads who were the good dads, who were better dads than me, and I'm not a bad dad. I just, you know, I never liked to be. I, I've got friends who they love Little League. My gosh, they love to go hang out with their kids at Little League and stuff. I wanted to sleep in. I didn't want to go out there. I mean, I knew what was going to happen, and I didn't want to. And I've had to find other ways to to be with my kids and help my kids and love my kids. And my son and I, we like to play golf together, play video games together, although not so much anymore because he kills me pretty immediately when I play video games. But I'm still better than him at golf. We go to movies and stuff. I love my kids. I love being their father. But dads matter. So happy Father's Day. All the dads out there, happy Father's Day. Now, before I get out of here and go to commercial break, i got to tell you about Americans for Prosperity. They're building a conservative activist community around the country. They've got over 32 chapters, I think it is, in states around the country, and they're adding to those states where they don't. They teach you to be a conservative activist, to fight for free markets and free people, because they understand something that has gotten lost in the conversations of conservatives these days. You grow government. There's no such thing as permanent in politics. So at some point, the left is going to take over. And how do you think the left is going to use the government you grew for the left? Instead, if you gut the government and take away the powers of government, the left can't use it against you. You as a conservative don't need those powers in government anyway. You're an individualist. You can take care of it yourself. And Americans for Prosperity helps you learn how to gut government, to advocate for free markets and free people around the country. You go to americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. You sign up to become an activist. They teach you how to go door to door. They teach you how to meet with your legislators and local city councilmen. They give you the data the tools, the knowledge, the skill set to become an effective advocate for free markets and free people. Do it all with americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. All right. I got to end on something uh, explicitly. I just actually find it very hilarious. I was going to do a full segment on it, but there's been so much other stuff today. So, you know, the Southern Baptists, I grew up Southern Baptist, uh, go to a PCA church now. We like to put the fun in fundamentalism. And the Southern Baptists met in New Orleans. 
home. I gave them many good restaurant recommendations, and I hope they all took my good restaurant recommendations. I gave them some great bar recommendations, too, down in New Orleans, but I don't know that many of them took me up on the great bars of New Orleans. I, I, I tried, folks. But, you know, there were two churches, Saddleback being the most famous one, that were booted by the executive committee of the Southern Baptists because they put women in the pulpits as senior pastors at churches. And Rick Warren, a Saddleback, uh, fought it when 90% of the Southern Baptists voted to evict the two churches for having women in the pulpit. Do you know how the New York Times covers this 90% vote of the Southern Baptists? It was an insurgent group of ultra-conservative Southern Baptists, the pirates vowing to take over the ship that appear to have succeeded. Literally, it is Southern Baptist fight over female leaders show power of insurgent right. The ultra-conservatives are seizing power and the ship is beginning to turn. Really? 90% of the Southern Baptists voted to preclude fellowship with these two churches in the New York Times. Like, oh my gosh, the ultra-conservatives have taken over. <laughs> This reminds me, back when Rick Santorum was running for president, he won in Iowa. I guess this was, what, 2012? This would have been 2012. There were reporters who were using the phrase mainline Christianity, and what they meant was mainstream Christianity— and they were convinced that Episcopalians and the Presbyterian USA uh, and the United Church of Christ, that those were the mainstream Christians. And all these little Southern Baptists and PCAers and, and Methodists and the like, that, and the Catholics, let's not forget the Catholics, that they were all some sort of fringe denominations. I'm like, oh my gosh, I actually had to write a primer for my colleagues at CNN explaining what mainline Christianity was as opposed to mainstream Christianity. And they're like, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> no, you got this. 90% of the Southern Baptists take this vote. They're like, oh, they're right. The ultra conservatives have taken over. Yes, 2,000 years ago, ultra-conservatives took over Christianity. They've been holding on to it ever since the resurrection. Nothing has changed. Now, I'm going to go sprinkle my kids and feel Presbyterian. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.